Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis and Nick Verzellini. Well, 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 it's a Thursday here in Martinsburg, West Virginia, getting ready for a football Friday night. In the Eastern Panhandle, Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, happy to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon for the Thursday, September 30th edition of the Sports Mix. And Nick, September's already over. Like, what yeah. the heck? Yeah, I mean, it's flying by, man. We're already in October, pretty much. And, uh, you know, it, it seems like it was just summer, like yesterday. Yeah crazy it still feels like summer for the most part a little bit chillier yeah. today but weather wise i guess that's part of the reason why everything seems like it's it's gone by so fast because it's like oh it's september but it's still 80 degrees outside so that pretty much it'll be october to start tomorrow yeah yeah that's how talk. months work yeah i mean that is coming up on uh week six tomorrow night in high school football and it's just flown by, Nick, really. Everything's flown by. Yeah, and it, it's an exciting time in high school football because we're starting to see now how these teams will fare come playoff time and how things are going to shape up because we're in the second half of the season now. So a lot will be determined, whether it be high school or college or even NFL. Uh, I mean, NFL's not quite at that at that rate yet, but at least at the high school and college level, especially locally, you know, we're looking at a lot of things in terms of key games for playoff positioning, and it's getting exciting. Yeah, and before we get into just a little preview schedule for high school football tomorrow, uh, this show is sponsored in part by Brand Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields & Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. And we'll get you a quick schedule. We'll, we'll talk about it more tomorrow, and we'll talk about a particular matchup in the EPAC in the second segment, but we'll start you off with our our game tomorrow night. Game time, 7 p.m. Pre-game show, 6 p.m. on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 on Comcast and on YouTube on WRNR TV. Washington travels down Route 9 to take on Martinsburg. Washington's really looking to get something going, and Martinsburg undefeated as always. Yeah, and I think, too, Washington kind of trying to show – that it's it's a tough team that it's a team that can contend because you know we went to practice the other day and as we were wrapping up i mean uh coach simpson is not messing around this week he's like he hey not. we are not fearing this team even if we lose you know we're gonna go out there and fight and i think that's got to be your message heading into a martinsburg game like hey i don't care what the score is we're gonna fight for 60 minutes or whatever it is i guess Less than that. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, you know, we're going to go out there and we're, and we're going to play tough football. But, um, you know, I think that's got to be your message heading into this week. Obviously, you want to win, but if you don't win, you want to execute for four quarters and, and play a tough game. Yeah, and, you know, I really liked seeing that when, when we had just interviewed him and a, and a player and we were, you know, you just said packing up our stuff and – they were, they were in special teams practice, and he was on them. Yeah. And I, I was like, it. that's the, the thing I like to see, especially when you're playing a Martinsburg team. Yeah. Because if you can take advantage on special teams, because Martinsburg likes to, to run that little pooch kickoff, 
I mean, somebody's going to take advantage of it at some point. Yeah, and this Washington team, I think, has some talent. Obviously, you know, this will be a challenge, but they if they can take advantage of some, you know, some of those short fields that you can get early on the game, because obviously you got to re- be ready for the onside kick and you got to field it cleanly. But if you can get that short field and even get, you know, three points on the board, then, you know, you maybe get Martinsburg a little bit worried. Obviously, Martinsburg has the talent to make up for those, you know, short kicks. So that's the challenge for a team like Washington who may not be on the same level as them talent wise. Can they execute? And that will be the key heading into this game, will be really about execution. Yeah, it'll definitely be a huge key. And let's get to another matchup with another undefeated team. Jefferson, which we talked about yesterday, had our interview with Craig Hunter. They're taking on South Hagerstown coming off of the they're coming off of a 56-13 win over North Hagerstown. And he really preached just staying content with what you are, not looking too far ahead. Yeah, and that's how you gotta be when you're undefeated. You know, you gotta take it one week at a time because if you start looking ahead that's when you start to fall apart. So this is a Jefferson team that has talent, has senior leadership. I expect them to continue to be a contender in the state, you know, throughout the season. So for them to do that, they got to take it one week at a time. And, you know, this South Hagerstown team, two and two, you know, so it, it, it's a winnable football game, obviously. And it's a, it's a good challenge, I think, for them out of the state, you know, so how do they approach this game? Well, they got to, they got to take it one week at a time. And, and I, I expect them to win, obviously at home and, I continue this thing rolling. And and one thing that, you know, I I you know, it's kind of like football talk coach speak. Take it one week at a time. Yeah. But you literally have to do that when your team is undefeated 5 and 0 going into week 6 and a couple weeks coming up when you have a potentially could be a matchup of undefeateds right. against Martinsburg here in was it 3 weeks I think, the 22nd of October. So, I mean, that's it's going to be probably we've talked about it probably the biggest matchup in the Eastern Panhandle this year. Yeah, or at least it seems that way. Obviously, you know it's a few weeks out, so we'll see how good Jefferson is and how good Martinsburg ends up being heading into that game. But either way, I think those two teams will probably end up as the top two teams in the EPAC. So that game will decide who wins this conference and who ends up getting probably you know a top three or two seed in the uh, in the playoffs, determining obviously you know, the other way points work out and everything like that. But, I mean, pretty balanced schedules between the two teams. Right now they have the same amount of bonus points. So if that continues, that's a huge game. And, you know, I'm just excited to see, I think, how Jefferson can eventually challenge Martinsburg and how these two teams match up. I I mean, that will be a few weeks away. So how going into that game, I guess, you know, if they are undefeated, that will be a great, great matchup. Yep, and then the next matchup that we'll talk about is Musselman. They're traveling to Morgantown. Musselman coming off the bye, kind of still shorthanded, but they're trying to work on a lot of stuff. And, you know, we talked to head coach Brian Thomas on Monday. We played it on Tuesday, and he really liked what he saw out of practice last week in their bye. Yeah, and it's a must win, I think, for Musselman against Morgantown. Morgantown's kind of having a down year now. They are a talented team. They proved that against Hedgesville, but that's their only win so far this season. So while Musselman's had all the injuries, you know, I think they're kind of done with that stage and they're like, hey, this is what we got. This is how we're going to play. And let's just go out there and execute. And if they can do that, you know, and get this win, Morgantown's probably going to rack up a few more wins. So that will help them. But I think this is a must win for Musselman. You know, you're on a losing streak, you've had a lot of adversity come at you this year. Can you prevail and get this win? And I think, 
you know, with this win, that would that would build that momentum heading into more EPAC play for Musselman. So this is a must win if if you're a Appleman. Yeah, and it and you definitely want to get that win on the road and kind of get that sour taste of three straight losses out of your mouth because they won the first game of the season against Spring Mills huge I think it was 56-13 or something like that a close score to that and not being able to get a win ever since and then losing a bunch of players it's definitely got to put you a bad taste in your mouth but the week of practice they seem like they had last week from what we talked with head coach Thomas about it seems like they're ready to go yeah and again you know this is a completely different team from week one so everything that happened in the past is behind you if you're Musselman so you got to move forward now and try to prevail this week and then kind of like Jefferson and everybody else they're going to take it week by week but you know having that bye week it really did come at the perfect time I think for the Appleman because they got to work on a lot of things install that new offense with Ray Adamez playing quarterback opposed to what they originally thought was going to be the quarterback and or their two quarterback system that they had to begin the year that's pretty much done because if those guys are injured right now so you've had to adjust you've had to change your offense completely and having that week off allowed you to probably put some new things in and for Musselman, they're hoping it works out this week against you know a tough Morgantown team. Yeah, they are. And then the the only EPAC matchup we have this week, which we'll talk about, and then we'll get to the interviews. Next segment is coming off of a bye. Josh Sims, Spring Mills Cardinals are hosting Matt Faircloth's Hedgesville Eagles. Hedgesville, obviously, they lost to Martinsburg last week. Both teams hungry for a victory. Yeah, this is going to be a grinded out kind of football game. I expect like. Like I think it will be very close, and obviously, kind of some different styles too. Going at it, Spring Mills likes to spread it around, you know, get their athletes involved on the outside. And hey, Hedgesville's content with three yards and a cloud of dust on every play, so it should be a great matchup. Yeah, and we'll play those interviews next. This segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. Parsons Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number ones first. Parsons Ford at Martinsburg.com. We come back. We'll have interviews with Coach Faircloth and Coach Sims. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons goal of financing for all. And Parsons famous above market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti when you need justice. Brown's Tire Towing and Auto Care Center at 7735 Martinsburg Pike in Shepherdstown is locally owned and operated by Ronald and Maria Brown. They're dedicated to community service. Brown's Tire is excited to participate in the Breaks for Breasts campaign for a second year. For the entire month of October, Brown's Tire will install a free set of brake pads or shoes with any brake service. Labor, any additional parts and taxes are extra. Brown's Tire will donate 10% of the sales to the Cleveland Clinic's breast cancer vaccine. Schedule your appointment today and learn more at brownstire.net. 
This year's Mountain State Apple Harvest Festival features two fun-filled days at the Berkeley County Youth Fairgrounds with events for the entire family to enjoy. Join us Saturday, October 16th and Sunday, October 17th for two days of activities including food trucks, pop-up shops, apple contests, a live concert, and a special appearance by sports celebrity Daryl Strawberry. There's so much to see and do at this year's Mountain State Apple Harvest Festival. So like us on Facebook and stay up to date. MSAHF.com. It's that time of year again. It's time for the Tournament of Champions at the Woods Golf Course this Friday, October 1st. We'd like to give a shout-out to the teams competing. Jump, the Woods Member Charity Tournament, Meals on Wheels, South Spirit Show Choir of South Middle School, Martinsburg Berkeley County Chamber of Commerce, the Rotary Club of Martinsburg, Hedgesville High School Baseball Boosters, Martinsburg High School Football Boosters, the Eastern Panhandle Home Builders Association, Martinsburg Elks Launch 778, the Fulton Walker Scholarship, and the Bernie Hustler Memorial Golf Classic. Again, best of luck to these teams on Friday at the Tournament of Champions. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Summer has come and passed, the innocent can never last. September ends Like my father's come to pass Well, Nick, are you awake? I mean, you gotta wake up Green Day. I've yeah, been awake all wake. month. <laughs> but September Somebody gave ending. them a call, like, 12 hours, and then, and then they gotta wake up. Cause yeah, September's, September's getting ready to end. Yeah. September's getting ready to end. Week six, high school football. Talking about the matchup, uh, the other matchup in the EPAC this week that we don't have on our airwaves and, and TV. That is the Spring Mills Cardinals getting their first home game because they had a home game originally with Washington. That was canceled due to Washington's COVID situation. Hosting Hedgesville, it's their first home game where they're going to have fans. Yeah, and it's a rivalry matchup because between these two schools, obviously. We'll get into that. Yeah, when Spring Mills form, though, yeah. battle the birds as well. Yeah, so uh, we'll welcome to the program head coach of the Hedgesville Eagles first, and that is Matt Faircloth. So tough game Friday night against Martinsburg, but your team came out defensively and played pretty good and, and disrupted them offensively in the beginning of the game. Yeah, I think we, you know, I think the kids executed the game plan, you know, down to the field what we wanted to do. And uh, defensively, you know, we, the, the key was let's not give up big pass plays over, you know, 25 yards. Let's keep everything in front of us, rally and tackle. And, you know, I think we gave up one big pass play and then a couple big runs. But other than that, I thought, you know, they played well. It's offensively, you guys were able to, you know, move the ball in the first half and not uh, get points. Um but to move the ball well and, and able to run it, I think you said at halftime you guys were getting like three yards a carry. So you had some effective runs in there. And uh, what does that, I guess, say about your team so far and how they've improved from last year to this year? Uh, I mean, the game plan was, you know, to limit their possessions. We wanted to eat as much clock as we could. And, you know, anytime you give a, a team with that much talent the ball, it's it doesn't normally take them long to score. So, uh, they came out, they executed the game plan. You know, we didn't have our kickers. That that really hurt us. The one night we don't have our kickers and we get in field goal range four times. Um, 
you know, I think we get at least three field goals there, and we're going in the half 21-9. And I, I mean, that would that would have been big for us. But at the end of the day, you know, playing against a, a, a team like Martinsburg and, you know, pushing pushing the front line back and getting three yards a pop is, I mean, at the end of the day, that's what we want. You mentioned your kickers, and how late into the week did you not know that, or did you know that you weren't going to have them? Uh, Wednesday. So that's obviously got to throw kind of a wrench in the game plan when you know that any points is going to be good points against a Martinsburg team. Right, and you know, I, you know, we always we always know that the our kickers are soccer players first, and you know, our soccer program is supportive, and there's those kids coming over and kicking for us. So at the end of the day, we we want to stay supportive of what they want to do, and it just it's crazy that all three of them are on varsity this year together, uh, varsity soccer, but you know. At the end of the day, you know, our kids came out, competed, and, you know, we did some things that we really liked. There's some things we got to clean up. But I, overall, I think the first half, you know, I think we played a pretty complete game up to halftime. Nathan Albright had over 30 carries for you guys in that game. What has he kind of meant to the team this year and uh, over over his career so far at Hedgesville? He's a senior. Um, you know, I was going to take him out there in the third quarter uh, let him get some rest, but as he was coming off, he he told me, "There's no way you're taking me out of this game. This is the game I wanted. This is the game that you know I've been waiting for four years to have." And he he kept asking for the ball. We kept giving it to him, and you know he kept getting positive plays. And you know if you talk to him, he's going to tell you the same thing. He was, you know, that that line up front did their job most of the night. I think we only had probably six six negative plays all night. Most of the time, we were falling forward for at least a yard. So. You know, he's he's a big part of what we're trying to do, and and he wanted the rock, so we just kept feeding him. Looking forward to this week. You guys got a Spring Mills team coming in after a bye week. How do you think that your team is going to have to respond after you know the tough game against Martinsburg, and they you know they were able to watch that game? I think our kids are ready. You know, everybody says you know us and Muslimen, us and Martinsburg are a rivalry. Well, you know, Spring Mills is is our rivalry because. You know that used to be us. I mean, when when they did the divide, a lot of most of majority of Spring Mills kids came from Hedgesville. So, you know, our kids are ready for it. They're locked in and they're they're ready to rock and roll. And our Friday night should be a should be a good one. What stands out to you about Spring Mills this year? I mean, Coach, Coach Sims is going. You know, they, they're effective in what they do. Um, they're they got some athletes and some some big positions. Uh, line lines got decent size. So for us, you know, it always goes back to what I say: alignment, assignment, football, fly around, be fast, be physical, and most importantly, have fun and enjoy it. You know, you said that last week in our interview, and that's kind of one of the keys that I thought for you guys last week watching that game. And I definitely see how your program overall is run based upon the line on either side and playing alignment, assignment football and. Obviously, you're gonna to have to do that this week. What kind of things does teaching alignment assignment football mean to you as a coach? Uh, the biggest thing is, is you know, half the battle is making sure you're lined up correctly. You know, if if they show us a certain formation, we got to make sure that you know, if we're supposed to be in a two eye, we're in a two eye. If we're supposed to be a one or a three technique, we need to be in it. Um, and knowing on offensive side, knowing hey, we're running power, who we're kicking, and based on what front they give us, and you know, knowing who we got to block. And each front, each back, and, and just executing what we we keep preaching every day is just stick to the basics and you know stay alignment assignment. 
Coach, after playing two of the top teams, at least historically in the state, uh, you get Spring Mills this week, and, and they're kind of a similar program to you guys in terms of uh, – you know, a younger team this year and a team that's trying to build toward the future. So how do you think you match up with them? And, uh, of course, Musselman the week after that. So two big EPAC games for you as well. Yeah, I think, you know, like I said, half, at halftime uh, Friday night, uh, you know, Morgantown prepared us for Martinsburg. And I think Morgantown and Martinsburg have prepared us for Spring Mills because, you know, over the last two weeks we've seen fast and physical and, and I mean – the last two teams we played have been, you know, Morgantown probably the more more physical, but definitely speed-wise, Martinsburg had that uh, by far. But I think those two teams have prepared us for what we're getting ready to go into in an EPAC game. Uh, big EPAC game because, you know, at the end of the day, we're looking for a win, they're looking for a win, and we're trying to stay in that playoff contention, or at least that playoff talk. And for us, it's, you know, this, this is a big one. All right, Coach. Well, thanks for joining us. Best of luck this week. We'll actually have your game next Friday against Musselman, so we'll be out there next week at practice again. All right. I appreciate it, fellas. Yep. Have a good day. Uh-huh. It's Washington Wizards basketball. Miami Bill. Don't know what happened there. I think I double-clicked something really fast. Well, Washington Wizards basketball is coming up. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about <laughs> that uh, in a little bit. I don't know what happened. That was just the tease for it. Matt yeah, I was Miller trying was to just getting you ready. It's Washington Wizards basketball, Spencer. I, I was trying to click out of one thing really fast, and I clicked something else really fast. It happens. But uh, that that interview with Coach Faircloth, really good. I've always, you know, we've interviewed him now what eight times, something like that, potentially seven times. Yeah, something like that. This was the sixth time. This or seventh time. Season. This was the seventh time because we talked to him. He came in studio. I always wanted to know his philosophy about alignment assignment football because he uses that phrase at least three times in an interview. Yeah. And I think I've wanted to ask that question for a couple weeks now. Yeah, and I I think, too, that that last statement that he made at the end kind of sums up how I'm looking at this game and how a lot of people are probably looking at this game. Like, these are two teams that are looking for a win and – could decide things later on you know in terms of getting one of those last playoff spots that these teams are planning on contending for because currently spring mills is in there if they win they obviously would stay in that top 16 if hedgesville wins they have a chance to move up into the top 16 eventually so you know it's a huge game it's it's you know rivalry like he said and i'm looking forward to it and yeah um you know spring mills or excuse me Hedgesville comes in at two and three. Spring Mills with the bye coming in at two and two. Really, if you think about it, in games they played, they're one and two because they got the the forfeit win against Washington. Right. So I think this will be a great game to see where they are overall as a team. Yeah. And I think, too, you know, this is the second half of the season, like we said. So when you get those EPAC games, and you're really now what you've done in the non-conference games is preparing you like Coach Faircloth hinted at with Morgantown preparing them for Martinsburg and Martinsburg preparing them for what they're going to face in the EPAC. Now you see how much your team has grown from week one to now week six. Yeah. And where you can be in the second half of the season in playoff time as well. And, you know, now we'll welcome to the program head coach, of the Spring Mills Cardinals, Josh Sims. Last week of bye, 
and you mentioned last week when we talked to you that you, you didn't think it came at the right time because of having already having that missed game because of the Washington game. What kind of things did you guys do as a team last week during your bye week? Yeah, you know, uh, we obviously uh, you know practiced hard. Uh, we had a couple practices where we tried to make it you know as scr- as scrimmage and as game like as you know humanly possible. You know, moving the ball up and down the field. You know, having some coaches actually throw flags. You know, again to just to just try to give the kids some of uh, the kids some of these this game experience. And you know, again. You know, we're, we're dealing with a team where we're playing, you know, a lot of younger guys and a lot of guys that, you know, really don't have a lot of experience. So losing that game experience, you know, the, uh, these first, uh, you know, uh, few weeks, um, you know, has been really detrimental. So we've really been trying to put a focus on making practice as game-like as possible. Obviously, you know, Martinsburg is a pretty tough challenge for a team like Hedgesville who is, you know, rebuilding. So, uh, you know, you might not get the best look, but were you able to – Go out on Friday and watch that game. Um, uh, no, uh, we didn't. Um, you know, but at the same time, we, we obviously got the film. Uh, you, you know, we also got um, you know another film at Hedgesville. And and again, I mean, I'll tell you right now. You know, uh, I think uh, Coach Dirkloff over there has done a good job. You know, of uh, you know preparing his team and getting stronger and getting bigger. Um, and you know, putting a you know an, an organized effort out there. You know. You know, you know what we've been telling the kids all week is we definitely need to approach this week with a big sense of urgency because you know from what we see, Hedgesville is going to be a very big challenge. And you, you know, all in all, you know those kids over there um, have definitely gotten better from last year. And I think Coach Fair, Faircloth you know, has done a good job of getting these guys ready. And we just talked to Coach Faircloth, and he mentioned that this game kind of all his players get up a little bit more for because it's more of a rivalry because a lot of the kids from your school came out of Hedgesville. How do you think that kind of takes shape as a rivalry game? Yeah, you know, I'm still kind of learning some of, I guess you could say, like the, the communal feelings, you know, I guess you could say about things. But, um, but yeah, you know, it, same for us and our kids. You know, um, you know, this is what, you know, everyone's told me is kind of considered Spring Mills rivalry game. Um, I know for me personally, I live in Hedgesville myself. Uh, so, you know, I definitely think the, the, the proximity that the uh, two schools, you know, being, you know, pretty much less than 10 minutes away almost, um, you know, obviously creates for a rivalry situation. And, and that's what makes Fridays fun, and that's what brings the excitement. So, you know, we're obviously loving the opportunity to get that uh, get that game here on our homecoming night and our first home game of the year. So, um, you know, we're very excited. And follow up to that, you, you, we talked about this earlier in the year after that cancellation with Washington. First home game of the season, first te- first time you'll have fans at home since 2019. How does it feel for your kids overall, knowing that there's going to be fans out there cheering for them, and a lot of them? Oh, I mean, I think they're really excited. You know, I think I speak for everybody. You know, teachers, you know, administrators, kids, coaches. Um, fans, you know, it, it's one of those things where, I mean, it, it, again, you know, I was hired last year and, and, and you're here talking, uh, you know, uh, all the way to this week playing our first, uh, home game, um, with fans in the stands. So, I mean, um, I think everybody's really excited. Like I said, it's also our homecoming week. So we have some good activities planned for the kids and, and, and it really feels like this week, um, is it, kind of the official start of getting back to some normal, normalcy, you know, around the school and, and having the fun activities of homecoming and then obviously getting to play, you know, Friday night in front of the uh, community. Coach Hedgesville, you know, pretty physical, big, strong team. So what do you guys need to do offensively to uh, get a win this week? We, 
you know, we got to mix it up a little bit. Um, you know, that's been one of the things, uh, you know, we noticed last year and obviously this year as well that, you know, they got, they, they got good size up front. You know, they got some, some big boys and some brawn. Um, so it's one of those things where we got to do our best to, um, you know, get some guys in space and, and use our athleticism where we have it. And, and I'd say also to mainly, um, you know, just kind of, uh, uh, get them on their heels, uh, with getting a lot of movement and, uh, really, uh, mixing the ball around and spreading it around to, you know, again, our athletes. What's going to be the key defensively? I, I, again, I think the key defensively is we got to win in the trenches, you know, um, they, they, they throw multiple different looks at you, which they do, they uh, are doing a very good job at this year. They can come out in a spread formation, or they can come uh, come down in there and get an unbalanced and just say we're going to bully you. So you know, uh, you know, I'd say kind of the, t- the two key points of victory for us is is, is winning the battle up front um, and, and the trenches, and also just getting aligned correctly defensively. You know, again, like I said, you know, they throw a real multitude of formations at you, um, and then they're wildly different things. So, uh, you know, we're going to have to very have, have a very good game physically, but also we're going to play a very smart game mentally. All right, Coach. Well, best of luck this week, and we'll talk with you next week. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Yep. All right. That was head coach of the Spring Mills Cardinals, Josh Sims. It was good to be able to get his full interview on this week. I'd Funny, I had texted him on Monday afternoon because we kind of had a busy week having to go to Washington and then having to go to Shepard on Wednesday and today. I'm – we kind of do the, the interviews at the same time every day, every Tuesday, every Monday. And he didn't get back to me until eight o'clock. And he goes, sorry, we just don't have good phone coverage at spring mills. And now the whole, the last few weeks have really made sense because whenever we're interviewing him, it goes in and out, in and out, in and out. And it was, I, I'm guessing he was outside to the when we talked to him for this interview and it was good to get a whole interview. Yeah. And obviously we didn't get to bring that to you last week. So, much rather this week to hear from Coach Sims. And, again, I think, you know, in the EPAC, this is the game to look out for. You know, two really good teams or two good EPAC teams that are kind of trying to prove to themselves in this conference. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I'll certainly have an eye on it during that Martinsburg game, um, not only because it's an EPAC game, but also, you know, a pretty important game in the state early on in the season still. Yeah, and uh, we'll take a break right now. We're kind of a few minutes past the break. Um, but this segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, family owned and operated, 360 Hackwells and Wade Martinsburg. And if you are a WVU fan tuning in, if you want to go to the game, go head to the Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM740 Facebook page. We're giving away tickets today. So head to the Facebook page. We'll be back for more of the sports mix next. The bark like hounds, I focus on my breathing and the universal sound. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. WBU Medicine is pleased to introduce five new providers who've joined our medical staffs at Berkeley Medical Center, Jefferson Medical Center, and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Leslie Golden, Orthopedics. 
Dr. Alexander Bitzer, Orthopedics. Dr. Courtney McQuillan, Obstetrics and Gynecology. Nurse Practitioner Carolyn Gable, Nephrology. And Darwin Castillo, Emergency Medicine. WVU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. Youth Wrestling is back in Martinsburg. Martinsburg Mat Club is excited to announce we are opening registration on Monday and Tuesday evenings from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Main Street Athletics Facility located at 303 West Main Street in Hedgesville. Registration is open to athletes between the ages 6 to 14 years old. More information can be found by following slash contacting us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Martinsburg Mat dash club. The excitement of West Virginia high school football is in full swing. Braxton Todd cutting right up the middle. He's into the clear at the 30. It's a foot race down the near side hash mark. Look at Adams catch him from behind as he gets to him, but he breaks the tackle. Braxton Todd gets away and goes in for the score. Two and three Washington Patriots travel up route nine to take on their EPAC foe, the undefeated Martinsburg Bulldogs. Friday night at 7 p.m. with pregame show starting at 6 p.m. followed by the sports mix at 5 p.m. right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. I love this mixing it up with the music on the sports mix. There you go. Sometimes you got to change it up a little bit. Yeah. I need to, I, I mean, we have all this nice music that has been put into our library from years ago from, you know, Rob and Matt and, you know, those guys. Might as well use it, right? Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Talk some NFL Washington football team news. Uh, as you mentioned in your sports report yesterday afternoon, Kelvin Harmon back with the football team on the practice squad. Yeah. Another receiver now back with the active roster. Curtis not, not active yet. Officially active. He practiced yesterday and well then he's active, but he's not active he has necessarily 21 for twenty one days. Well, 20 days now, I believe, since it's been 24 hours. He has 20 days to be activated from the IR or they lose him for the rest of the year. Right. So he'll be back soon. Hopefully. You never know. He was supposed to come back before. Well, if he's practicing, then He was practicing that's a good sign. before there. <laughs> well, as long as he does a Washington have a football fan. Yeah, he had a setback before. He's having a setback. If not, though, Kelvin Harmon's a guy obviously familiar with the system. And we talked about, you know, he's got some talent when he was released. I was kind of surprised nobody really seemed to pick him up. But now he's back in Washington. And if they need to, they can use him. And I think that would help because they really haven't gotten much production out of their second and third receivers. Humphreys has been okay. But besides McLaurin, 
they don't have much behind you know him so a guy that's familiar with the system already and Kelvin Harmon could certainly help them out I think and it's been kind of weird their their wide receiver room because Gandy Golden appeared to be a guy that could make some impacts but he hasn't been on the field and He's now they're going on the back to Harmon. roster yeah exactly that's one but I'm trying to see is he still on the practice squad I would think so yeah he's still on the practice he squad he's still on the practice squad so him and Calvin Kelvin Harmon are two receivers on the practice squad but right. obviously they're not seeing a ton from Gandy Golden in practice either or they wouldn't go out and get Harmon so yeah I don't know I mean for now it, it doesn't I don't think it changes much this week because they're probably going to activate the same guys that are healthy yeah, but one, maybe in two or three weeks they have to go to Harmon or Ganey Golden off the bench. One guy I'd like to see activated in this receiver tight end room is I'd love to see Samus Reyes? Reyes in a game. <laughs> I see him every week now. They show him, you know, talking with Logan Thomas when the offense comes off the field because Logan Thomas is like his uh, – why am I forgetting the term? Mentor. Mentor, yes. But he's been inactive every week, and he's just in street clothes, and I'm like – Get him on the field. Good things will happen. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe he'll fumble. <laughs> right now, uh, you know, they got I, – I can't remember. You told me who they played during the break. but The Falcons. Yeah, that, that's a favorable matchup for them, I think. But uh, it is in Atlanta, I, I want to say. Yes, So I have one more rant to go on after you're done with that. You can go ahead. I don't have much to say. I think they should win this week, though. I think they should win this week. But that's secondary. What what happened? Everybody was praising that secondary. There's one key thing that happened between the preseason and start of the regular season. They kept Troy Amke. And they cut Jimmy Moreland. Yeah. Why? Why? Here's another one of my rants. Why would, like, Jimmy Moreland, solid player. You know, he had a little bit to grow. He came from James Madison. That's the FCS program. You don't think he's going to be top of his game immediately. You think when you draft a guy from FCS program that they're going to have to build on their career in the NFL. They're going to have to get better and better. They're not going to be the top prospect because they went to FCS. But I'm sorry, Troy Apke, you're just not doing enough for me. Special yeah. teams-wise, they said he was the king of special teams. I haven't seen him do one dang thing on special teams. Why don't you tell Ron Rivera that, I guess. Call him up. Be like, hey, Ron, I'm not seeing it from Troy. Can we get Jimmy Moreland back in Washington? <laughs> I think Jimmy Moreland, let me see if it's still Somebody listed. had to pick him up, right? I mean, he's a starting cornerback, or at least a former starting cornerback. I, I, I don't know what happened. I thought they put him, maybe they released him, but they put him as an injury designation. Gotcha. Oh, he's a cornerback for the Houston Texans? There you go. That's like so they all have to trade for him, I guess. Uh-uh. I'm I'm j how am I just What? There's no way. There is no way he's on their roster and I didn't know that. I mean it is possible. You've been wrong before. <laughs> oh, wow, Nick, call me out like that? Everybody's been wrong before. Nobody's perfect. Let's see if he's on their active roster. What are we doing? Moreland? Moreland Moreland. He is on their active roster. Oh my jeez. Well then. Richard Sherman was available. Not yeah, anymore. not anymore. Is Josh Norman available? No, he's in the back? hospital. I didn't know that. He hurt his ribs the other day. I think he may be out of the hospital now, but yeah. Uh, there's my rant. My rant is over. Washington football team will we play the Atlanta Falcons break. this week. 1 p.m., 11 a.m. pregame show. Um, and then the Steelers, I believe we'll be able to join the Steelers game in progress. I 
have to make doubly certain we will be able to because they do no not this yeah this week they play at 425 so we'll join their game in progress uh probably at five o'clock ish 430 ish maybe 440 uh, give some time for the washington football pregame show because that's our main affiliation they're playing in green bay against the packers that'll be a good one but tonight thursday night football the uh it's the Jags, Jags and the Bengals. And the Bengals. Thrilling action. The last two number one Battle quarterbacks. Battle of the big cats. Battle of the last two number one quarterbacks coming out of the draft. Yeah. I, that might be a rough one for Jacksonville. I mean, neither team is very I was trying to good. hype it up a little bit, Nick. I mean, it does have some intrigue, be right? It's better, than, be very brutal, but it's better yeah. than that Houston-Carolina game. I'll say that because at least he got the quarterbacks. Yeah. Where there's some excitement there, but come on Thursday night. Can we get something a little bit better? I think Bengals it's the Trevor and the Lawrence, and I think it's that intrigue. Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow. I think that was the intrigue behind it because they knew Jacksonville was going to take Lawrence. So they're like, let's just do it. Yeah. Unless the I think the schedule comes out after the draft, but I could be wrong. It seems like it does at least. I don't know. Whatever. So <laughs> we've reached the final break of the day. This segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. When we come back, we'll talk Wizards, Capitals. They're starting their seasons here soon. And some national headlines. That's next as we wrap up the sports mix. All right, go. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Rockwool is one of the world's leading manufacturers of stone wool insulation products and is seeking motivated individuals like you to join their team right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Right now, open roles include general operator, warehouse person, machine technician, and electrical and instrumentation technician. All Rockwool employees receive competitive salaries starting at $17.50 per hour, five-day work weeks, and eight-hour shifts, plus full benefits package on day one of employment, including health, dental, and vision coverage for employees and their families. Pay time off, educational reimbursement, a 6% 401k match, and more. If you want a well-paying job and the potential for a rewarding career with a top employer that offers exceptional employee support and development opportunities, visit rockwooljobs.com slash radio for information on all current job openings right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Apply now at rockwooljobs.com slash radio. 
Hello, racing fans. Get set for the best of thoroughbred racing action Saturday, October 9th at the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. West Virginia Breeders Classic 35 features West Virginia's finest, best, and fastest thoroughbreds. Champions are made at the Classics, vying for $300,000 from the Features Race with a million dollars in total purses. No admission fee is required for these nine action-packed races for West Virginia-owned, trained, and bred thoroughbreds. Post time is 7 p.m. Saturday, October 9th at Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. Enjoy an exciting night of racing and try your luck at the casino. It's week five of NCAA Division II football on TV10 as the Shepherd University Rams play host to the Shippensburg Raiders. Third down here, third and four. Straight drop back from Bajan. He now rolls out to the right, looking deep down the sideline. A wide open Ryan Beach, and he'll walk in for six. Touchdown, Rams. It's Hall of Fame weekend between the Rams and the Raiders. Kickoff is scheduled for noon with pregame coverage beginning at 1130 right here on TV10 and the WRR-TV YouTube channel. It's that time of year again. It's time for the Tournament of Champions at the Woods Golf Course this Friday, October 1st. We'd like to give a shout-out to the teams competing. Jump, the Woods Member Charity Tournament, Meals on Wheels, South Spirit Show Choir of South Middle School, Martinsburg Berkeley County Chamber of Commerce, the Rotary Club of Martinsburg, Hedgesville High School Baseball Boosters, Martinsburg High School Football Boosters, the Eastern Panhandle Home Builders Association, Martinsburg Elks Launch 778, the Fulton Walker Scholarship, and the Bernie Hustler Memorial Golf Classic. Again, best of luck to these teams on Friday at the Tournament of Champions. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix as we wrap things up for this Thursday, September 30th, almost just about 11 hours away from the end of this September. And we talked about the beginning of the show. Everything's flying by. We're coming up two weeks from now, or not even two weeks, I guess nine days. We'll be two months on the air. There you go. There you go, Nick. Uh, let's talk about one thing that I like, one team that I really like, and one team that you really like in this last couple minutes guess you could word it that way well you're more of a wizards fan than i am right you're not a big hockey guy i'm a huge hockey guy there you go there we go all right so wizards they get going here pretty soon yeah uh they've started i guess i was gonna say spring training but (laughs) uh training camp and uh you know, I'm I'm excited for this season. Obviously, they made the big trade with the Lakers, so they've brought in a lot of veteran players, and it's it's Bradley Beal's team now, which is intriguing to me because this is really the first time in his career where he's been the only star player really on the team, and it's a mixture of veterans and young guys. I think a new head coach, too, in West Unsell Jr., so while I don't expect the Wizards to contend for a NBA Finals championship... Um, you know, they, they could be better than they were a season ago, but they are still kind of in the middle of the pack in the Eastern Conference. So it's it's a weird feeling. But I, I think seeing Bradley Beal lead the team, maybe if they are better than expected, they can make a move for another star player come the deadline. But, you know, that's exciting. And I think for some reason, again, Bradley Beal just loves playing in D.C., uh, you know, despite the fact that they haven't really built a great team around him over the years, but he continues to to be the guy there and 
Maybe he's just been waiting for that opportunity to be the only guy there for whatever reason. I don't know, but you know, really, unless John Wall's been hurt, I mean, it's been him and Wall or him and uh, Westbrook last year. So now it's Beal's team, and that, that's some exciting things about this season. Yeah, and I got to look up. Um, we're obviously partial affiliates with them. We kind of do games, the Capitals and Wizards, when we have a chance. I got to see what the NBA preseason radio is like because we have a chance next Tuesday night on radio to have their first preseason game. But I don't know if they're allowed. I have to look into these things over the next couple days. If they're allowed to travel because I know last night I was listening to the Capitals radio call, which we'll get into more of the Capitals here in a moment. And they, the NHL's COVID restrictions do not allow them to travel in the preseason. Right. So they're I not doing their preseason road games. So probably something similar, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll I don't see why see. it would really matter, though, if it's the preseason or the regular season. Yeah. Um, but I do believe both teams do get started in the regular – no, they, they're on different days. My fault. So we'll have both season openers for the Wizards and the Capitals. The Capitals get going on Wednesday, September 13th at 7.30 p.m. Or September, October. You're right. <laughs> I'm still in September, but it's October in a day. I was going to say. Um, and then the Wizards get going at home against Toronto on October 12th. That's a 7 p.m. So we'll have those broadcasts. Um, we'll have those broadcasts and it's probably Tuesday, Wednesday games broadcasts for the, the Wizards Maybe and Maybe Thursdays, if we don't have anything else. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday night, night football. football. Yeah, so until that wraps up, we won't have Thursdays and we won't have Mondays and we won't have and then Saturday maybe some Saturdays, depending on when the Mountaineers play, and if right. if we have any Westwood One games to play in the in the evenings. But it's looking like right now Tuesdays and Wednesdays are going to be our days for Wizards and Capitals until the end of football season. So, what are you excited about for the Caps this year? I saw they played the other night, obviously, and we had the game. Yeah, uh, let me throw in a word to our sponsors. We're sponsored in part by Rockwell. Is They're now hiring for their new facility in Ranson. All employees receive competitive wages and great benefits plans, training programs that support their career growth. Go to rockwelljobs.com slash radio. And we're sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by, by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue. Very excited, and I pulled the... I guess you could say a rookie mistake yesterday, but it wasn't it wasn't much of a rookie mistake. If you were listening last night to the Nationals game, I do apologize. Had a pre-scheduled thing. Nats played at three ten p.m. I was gonna. I had it set to join the Capitals in progress at seven thirty p.m. Now, a sports fan, logically, that's four hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, that's enough time. Game, that should be. That's enough time to get a little bit of the post-game show and then jump into another sport. Right? Wrong. There was a rain delay yesterday, I guess. Downpours in Colorado stopped the game for, I think it was about an hour. An hour and a half, maybe. So, that was part of the reason why, if you were listening to the Nats game at 7.30, just immediately switched over to the Capitals. Um, but, yeah, I'm really excited for this Caps season. One one big bummer is that Nick Backstrom going to be out as the start of the season. But I think Kuznetsov's, I was not really a big fan of him last season, but I think he's grown a lot this offseason, matured a lot. That's really what he needed to do. Um, but I'm really excited to see what they can do this year, kind of revitalized, jumping up, ready to go. Uh, but we'll get more into the Caps and Wizards with uh, 
Here we go. Here it's time for our outro. We'll get more in with uh, an NBC Sports Washington reporter, Andrew Gillis, uh, somebody I know as a mutual friend. Uh, but we'll get we'll have him on the show at some point in the coming weeks, probably that opening week, because we'll talk Wizards and Nats or Wizards and Caps with him. But for Josh Sims and Matt Faircloth for Nick Versley, I'm Spencer Police saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Preview high school football and the weekend ahead.